Lewis. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, dear listener and viewer, and those doing neither, and welcome to Burkamp Wonderland. We are an Arsenal podcast. The new season hasn't started yet. The way I organise these is the new season starts with the very first game of the season. So this Friday, we'll be doing a preview show. The season hasn't started for us yet. And then once the game is done, we do a post-game show. And that will be the beginning of our 10th season as an Arsenal podcast. And quite frankly, as you can see, we're 17 minutes late. And we, st- after 10 years, we still don't know what we're doing, do we, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, it's all my fault, Dan. Uh, I've been a little bit rusty. I've not been on for a while. So, uh, you know, do forgive me. Uh, how are you anyway? It's, uh, it's nice to hear your well, You're looking very well and, and gracious. Well, that's very kind of you to say. I'm quite moribund at the moment. I ain't got long left. I've got to make the most of it. It's uh, Even the beard's going to overgrow me or I'm going to slowly fall. I'm 52 this year, Jeff. I was 41 when we started doing this. Wow. I'm the oldest one on the podcast. I think I always have been. Uh, well, yeah. no, I think Holick was. The Holick, yeah, bless him. Mr. Holick, bless his socks. Um, we've actually got a new um, art thing on uh, StreamYard, people, and I can get bits of audio, save them and play them like this one. This is our Steve. Splendid business. Sad. Sad times. We we miss him immensely, don't we, Jeff? Oh, we do indeed. We do indeed. Also with us tonight is uh, another bearded Lothario. It's... Uh, Cactus Cash, not Jack, Cactus Cash. It's Richard. How do, Rich? How's it going, my man? How's it going? How are you, Danny? Well, I told you how it was going before the show, and then I could look yeah. at that. That look on your face was, I wish I hadn't have asked. Uh, we talked about uh, <laughs> or the sign, the kind of stuff that you, you're only normally going to hear on the Sunday roast. Only the roasties are going to get to hear that. So let, let's I'm, just I'm say it's, it's good, <laughs> let's just say it's good that I uh, I uh, work in the medical profession. Yes. Uh, so I I didn't you know didn't completely lose my lunch. Excellent. Uh, well, I say hello to some of the people in the chat. So uh, I'm only hosting tonight because uh, Chris did last night. Um, uh, it's going to be me, Carl, and Josh, and John will be the ones doing the hosting every now and then, and maybe James. James did a few hosting ones, but Chris is going to be your main host. But we wanted to try and get as many of ABW on to do the preview shows as possible. So it's five last night, three tonight. Everybody knows that adds up to nine. I think that does. Um, say hello to Stefan. Stefan says he is excited for the ABW this season. BX is there. Who else is? Thunder Road is there. Um, were, oh, what, are they, what are they talking about? Okay, ignore that. Um, who else is here? Rudy Rastos is there. Um, Cy. Size giving his usual ABW out because we're late. Fair enough. Be excited. Says, Good evening, gentlemen. And there's a certain Mr. Cactus Cash. I always want to say Cac- Cactus Jack. You know that. I know that's why you've done it, just to bang, try and bang. trip me up. Indeed. Yeah. I've got three of his books. They're worth nothing. I never read them. They're the first sure. two are very, very good. Uh, if anybody wants any Cactus Jack books, I have three. I don't know why people buy me books. I don't read them. 
back in the day. And Mark is there. Hello, Mark. Uh, Paul Nell, not Neil, is also there. Uh, oh, Thunder says, one day Jeff will slip up and do a brief camera reveal. You've already done that once, didn't you, Jeff? And we had to change it from a, a video podcast to audio only. Yeah, you're you're the copper on it now, Danny. You just tell me I can't do that no more. So, <laughs> no, no. it's in, your coke. You know, Mike, Mike on the Gooners podcast. He uh, he he asked me if I'd come on for thirty minutes uh, for they'd done the was it a two day marathon or whatever it was. Twenty seven hours. Days. Would it be possible if I could uh, do a thousand pound auction for uh, for for a Jeff Arsenal reveal? I said, no, mate, it's got to be a little bit more than that. I'm worth more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, that's just that's what part of what makes you special, Jeff. We know what you look like. We were chatting to you on the video before the show starts, and oh, you're no. a damn fine, good-looking gentleman. Yeah, I wished. I wished. <laughs> uh, Mike Hertz is there. Who else is there? Stephen Feely. That name sounds familiar. Did you play for Ireland? I don't know. Um, no, no. He, he he used to, he used to work with me at, at Arsenal, well, then many oh. years ago. Oh, there you go, then friend of yours. He, he's an absolute legend. Hey, Steve. Arsenal World of Soccer Massive is that what that means? Uh, Arsenal World of Sport. That was the um, the shop soccer. at Finsbury Park. Of course, it's not bloody soccer out there. They will give, yeah. give it time. It will be right. Um, we're only going to cover a few things tonight. We'll be here for maybe an hour. We're going to talk a little bit about the transfer window and the players that we've come in and how happy we are about it. And then we're going to talk a little bit about our predictions for the rest of the season, maybe cover a little bit about Palace and then possibly, if we've got enough time, talk a little bit about the All or Nothing series, which is coming up. And we were talking in the WhatsApp group um, they, uh, that we are going to do one show after every three episodes and only two people have spoke, re- replied to me yet. Um, I've got to put it in the other group yet, but yeah, we will definitely be doing something. Right, so... Um, uh, Jeff, I'm going to put up on the screen the players that we have, players in. There you go. You can see all of that lot. That's um, from the ABW's very own site. As usual, people, transfer fees and wages are never 100% because they don't tell. They're like mushrooms. They keep us in the dark. But, Jeff, what do you think about the transfer window so far and what else do you would you like? I just think it's transformed. The, 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 the look of the squad, the look of the... The eleven have been on the pitch so far. Um, Zinchenko, I mean, I think he's going to he's going to turn out to be a fantastic buy because, uh, and to be honest with you, I think I think Kieran Tierney is is going to struggle if if he's going to play that left back or left midfield position. I think he's going to struggle to get back in. But there's a lot of games. Uh, but I think he's been a, a fantastic signing, um, and and obviously. Plenty of kudos goes to Mikel Arteta because and and Ada as well for bringing in Gabriel Jesus. Jesus, I do think um, uh, personally, I think if he was on penalties, he'd get the golden boot. But I do think he will be the the, the top scorer in the Premier League this season from open play because the chances that I saw some stats the other week and the chances that we've created um, last season. Uh, but, but we haven't converted. Uh, I, I think he, he's got he's got it that lad. You see, the first game he played that where he attacks the six yard box in between the, the the two posts, he's just got it. He knows exactly you know where he's got to be. Scored plenty of goals already for us. And I know it's not it's not 
listen, it's only a small sample size that we've seen of him as an Arsenal player. But um, especially in pre-season, and we all do get a little bit carried away, uh, you know, if we've had a successful pre-season. But at the same time, you know, uh, the, the, the signings that we've made at the moment, they've been brilliant. I haven't seen nothing of uh, Vieira. I can't wait for the song to come out when when he comes on the pitch. That'll be brilliant. Um, and Marquinhos, you know, he's obviously going to be one for the future. I'm praying that he does a little bit better than Pepe, Nicola Pepe, which, which won't be too hard. But, uh, you know, up to now, it's been brilliant, but we'll have to see what occurs, you know, see how we go. Rich, jump in any point at any time. There's only the three of us. What do you think about all the transfers? And do we, if you want me to bring the thing back up, just shout. No, 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 no. It's fine. Um, um, very exciting. I'm, I'm trying my damnness to temper my enthusiasm for the for the season because obviously it is only pre-season, you know, and a lot can change and things like that. But from what I've seen, it's it's so exciting. The the you know Gabriel Jesus just said as as like say transform that that forward line. Um, you know the the work rate and the pressing that that I've I've long been saying. You know Arsenal for years and years and years we were the worst team out of possession in all of football, um, uh, and it, you could definitely see what Mikel is is trying to do with getting that that forward pressing. And you know Jesus uh, had been you know talked of as as being the 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 best defensive forward. Um, one of the best defensive forward players in the world kind of thing. And you can see that in what he's doing. You know, the the amount of times he's he's closing down, he's rushing and harrying, you know. And one of the good things about it is a lot of them are doing it as well. You know, Erdegaard did it quite a lot when he was, you know, last season, stuff like that. Martinelli's doing it. It's in Martinelli's nature to do it. You know, like a, a couple of years ago, the only person we had who who used to do that was was Alexis Sanchez. You know, and you can count the amount of times when he would chase down a, a, a defender and stuff like that. You know, they'd play a pass off and he'd turn around and he'd see nobody else busting a gut to help him. You'd see him throw up his arms and, you know, he was the only one. But now it looks like we've we've got a team of of players who all want to work for each other and all want to work hard. Um, I agree with Jeff, you know, with Zinchenko. Um, I think... I think that's a very interesting um, signing. I, I I don't want to go out completely on a limb, but I think that does um, it does uh, kind of not spell the end for for Kieran Tierney. But there's there's definitely going to be some question marks in the sense of, you know, I th- I think that Arteta and is kind of not grown um, frustrated or, or, or something like that, but like. Um, He's not going to keep waiting. That, yeah, he's not going to keep waiting for the fact that that Kieran Tierney cannot seem to finish the season, and for the last you know couple of seasons, our season has kind of imploded when he's got injured, which I think is why they've got this ready-made guy to take over in Zinchenko. You know, hopefully, like I said, as just said, there's a lot of games. So hopefully, they can they can mix and match and, and kind of come in and relieve each other and both be competitive and push for prices. But it's just, it's so, it, it's just really, really positive, really, really positive that everything you're seeing, you know, we've got a lot of wages um, off our, 
a lot of money off our wage bill. Um, and yeah, just it just the trajectory just seems like it's going up. Now, obviously, cue all this turn to ash in our mouths when uh, when Palace turn or turn us over on Friday. But at this present moment in time, I'm 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 struggling to keep uh, to to keep the the hype uh, in check. So true, Jeff. Just looking at the number of games that Kieran Tierney has missed in the in the three seasons he has been here: twenty three league games the first season, eleven the second season, and sixteen last season. That's not good enough, is it, for to be a, a member of a, a solid back four? No, it's true. But you know what? Even 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 aside from that, I think technically, I personally I don't think that uh, Arteta he, he rated him that highly. Um, he's all right getting up and down, but you know what? You know we was at such a low ebb at the time with with the, the the players that we had. When he came in, he was like a breath of fresh air. But we were so poor. We had you know Mustafi and and Socrates and players like that. And that's the reason why when he come in, uh, Arteta, he, he would love to play that pressing game, but he couldn't because. Obviously, to play that pressing game, the, the, the defender's got to play on the halfway line, more or less. And any any kind of ball over the top, when you've got slow centre backs or so slow defenders, you're going to be you're going to be struggling straight away. So now we've got plenty of pace at the black, but plenty of power. Um, although, and, and although Kieran was, I mean, you know, like you say, the injuries and stuff. You know, he, he was okay getting up and down, but um, technically. I think that he would have needed to be replaced eventually, anyway. Uh, if we're gonna, if we're gonna really push on for, you know, decent major honours to, you know, to push on in the in the in the Premier League at least. And I do think now he's got a team, and, and he's got a load of leaders in there as well. He got he's breeding a load of leaders as well that we didn't have before. Uh, and they're all working for each other. I think they all believe in each other now. And you, as you can see, the team are coming together. They want to work together. Um, the pressing is brilliant. And that's where it all starts, at the front. And and you've got Jesus, the, the front three. I mean, you know, that that could... It's, it's a world-beater, front three, you know, with, with Saka, um, Jesus, and Martinelli on the left-hand side. I mean, that is some front three. And this is what we didn't really have last year. There was always that, that missing piece uh, that was playing up top that could score goals for us. And please God, this year, you know, if we start well at Crystal Palace, which is going to be really, really tricky, really difficult, uh, you know, uh, it, like I say, we're all looking forward to it. You know, we're all, we all get these clouds and think, yeah, okay, yeah, we're brilliant this year. But it could, you know, Arsenal. It could, it could all go wrong in that first game, you know. And if we, if we're not quite on it, then we need to start really, really well to to give us that confidence to push on. Excellent. If, if we if we start how we've, I don't have to go too early into a preview of the game coming, but if we start how we've started in the preseason's games against Everton, against Chelsea, and 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 um, Sevilla and stuff like that, it, you know, this this will be a we've started so aggressively and with so much energy. I I really I I'm not as scared and worried about Crystal Palace famous last words as I would have been say last season when looking at that fixture 
And in pre-season, we've played seven games, scored 24 goals, conceded seven. Some of those I've included the games where we played uh, against, uh, we played our youth and reserves. And in those seven games, I think uh, Jesus played in six of them and scored eight goals. Eddie got six, Saka four, the Congo got two and a few others got one. I'd like to see more from Martinelli. But um, what else do we need from this transfer window, um, Jeff? Where else would you like to see? Because there's a lot of talk of Leicester won't um, sell any, won't buy anyone until they sell someone. And there's been talk that Madison is going to Newcastle for about fifty million, and then Casper um, Schmeichel is going to go to Nice. I don't know if he's gone yet, but he's meant to be going to to Nice. So they're going to need a goalkeeper, and they're going to need an attacking midfielder. Um, yeah. Because uh, they relied on, in midfield from Barnes, um, uh, the bloke I just said whose name I've forgotten. That's old age for you, Madison yeah. Barnes, Madison and uh, Tielemans. They all they're all good goal scorers from midfield. So, is Tielemans yeah, the one that you want? Well, you know what? I, I, listen, I love him as a player, Tielemans. I really do. His, his quality and his technical ability are outstanding. But for, for what I've seen of him, I'm not sure he's quick enough across the pitch for what Mikel Arteta wants. You understand me? So um I, I I think I think maybe that's why we've bought Vieira. I think he's gonna be maybe heading for that left eight position rather than Tillman's. Um we don't know. We'll have to see. In in my personal opinion, what I'm a little bit more concerned about is the goalkeeping area. I've not seen enough of Turner. Uh what I have seen of him in that first game I wasn't that much impressed. Uh, I don't know whether has Leno gone yet, or is he on yeah. his way? Yeah, Leno's gone. He's gone. Two, he's gone this. for two million pounds, and a million if they stay up. A million if he plays a certain number of games. Another million if they stay up for a second season. So the most we'll get is eight million. Oh, no, he, oh, he, he went. He went. He went last night, and this morning already. Um, Ramsdale's got Ramsdale's got his number, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's the number one well, now. Yeah, well, it's, it's right, but you, you know, he may he may pick up he may pick up a few a few injuries along the way. Ramsdale, he's you know he gets involved, puts his foot in there, and and, he, and I'm just I'm just terrified. Is he going to be able to play the, the fifty games a season or something like that? Um, but Turner will obviously get his chance, and it's a big thing. You come from from America to um, to the to the Premier League. He ain't seen nothing yet. Imagine him walking out of Liverpool, and, and, and we'll maybe talk about that later on, won't we? With a, with a uh, documentary. So, who do you want, Jeff? Do you, is there any more players that you want us in, or you think that we realistically might get in, or a position that we you want us to fill? I, I, th- I honestly do think that we need coverage at right back. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm already looking forward to to Crystal Palace on Friday, and if. If Ben White is is on that right hand side, he's got to come up against um, Zaha. Now that that's going to be a big ask because you know he's very aggressive. Zaha, uh, he's fast, he's tricky, he's okay on the ball. Ben White, I mean, he's 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 got a bit of pace about him, but I'm not sure the the one against ones if they isolate him on that right hand side. So it would be nice to um, to I think we need a right back. Uh, as as cover and then a goalkeeper really and then I think we're ready for it for, for the meantime How about you Rich what have you got your eye on your beady little eye um, I, 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 I I would like a forward uh, I, I think the lads touched on it last night so I don't, I don't want to go too um, 
uh, uh, deep on it um, thingy. But like I said, the um, a forward who can give us like an option, uh, like a second option. You know that Plan B, someone who you know can can get on the end of of Kieran Tierney's and Cedric's eighty million crosses. Um, you know to give us that. Um, depending on who goes, you know I do I do think that midfield is light. It, we've got lots of numbers. But what we're light on is is quality, which is why I can still. That's why I, th- I think those those Tielemans um, rumours are still rumbling on. You know, I think I think Arsenal are playing uh, the smart long game with him and Leicester. You know, th- they know that Leicester need to sell him or sell players. It doesn't look like many other clubs are coming in for Tielemans or there's not many rumours and stuff like that. Um, so I, I think they're kind of playing the the, the long game on that. Um, I, I get what Jeff is saying about the right back. I think, although I think, I think, I think um, Ben White for me does a really good was well, uh, for a best of a uh, Tommy Asu impersonation, or at least good enough of a of a Tommy Asu impersonation that um, I think we've basically almost literally got like three three right backs if we get rid of Bellerin in uh, Tommy Asu, Ben White, and then Cedric as your 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 kind of of last resort because I, I think Ben White gives you cover in Tomiyasu that doesn't completely throw out the balance of the back four. Um, whereas because Cedric is so different to Tomiyasu, he, you know, he, he throws out the whole dynamic of that defense kind of shifts and, and, and change changes. Um, so yeah, so for me, it would be a forward, another forward, uh, so you know, maybe someone who who's not just a lumpy number nine, but someone who who can play wide as well, but is also has that physical presence that they can go up in the centre, and and someone in in the in the in central uh, central midfield. Yeah, I kind of agree with both of you. Uh, we could do with a more experienced someone on the left hand side because uh, the big thing in pre season was the that Smith Rowe didn't get any. I don't think he got any minutes, and he's injured already. And they were talking last night saying, could it be another Jack Wilshere? Very similar players, similar attitudes, similar style of football. And he gets targeted all the time. We see Saka gets targeted all the time and gets no end of kicks. And next season, he's probably going to be the most fouled player in the Premier League. I don't know who it was. Who was it last season? It was Zaha or someone like that. Um, but it's going to be, uh, yeah, I think we definitely got one more player coming in. Um, Jeff, if we look at the players that have left the club, 13 players on the screen now have left the club of that first team players Bert Leno uh, Gwendouzi Lacazette um, that's it three first team players have gone the rest yeah. of them were youth players or people who come through the system and then have uh, not managed to do it Mavropanos was another decent one we've got a whole of 4.5 million for him so uh, what's your thoughts about the players that have gone out Jeff and and looking at the the other players that I mean some players haven't got squad numbers. Uh, Lucas yeah. Torreira is the only one that hasn't got a squad number, but we expect the likes of Hector Bellerin to go soon, don't we? Yeah, Bellerin, Torreira. Uh, who else we got in the edge there? I can't think now. Pepe? Off the top of oh, maybe yeah, not Pepe. Well, I don't know whether they get... Pablo Mari. Pablo Mari, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would let those three go uh, on loan, worst way. Um, and, you know, just... just 
even if you've got to pay half the wages to, to, to get them out, because I, I don't think they're going to... Because they're blocking people, aren't they, you know? We, we've got to have a couple of youngsters that can come through um, to take up their places for the Europa League and stuff like that, if we need if need be. You know, even if we just get them on a... Uh, get them out on, a, on, on the half the wages, we're still saving money. Uh, keep the progression and the positivity in the... In the, there's nothing worse than two or three players that know they're not going to play, uh, hanging about, you know. Um, and we don't want to make the same mistakes we did last year when we, with um, the French kid, what do you call him? Banduzi. No, Saliba. No, no, no. Saliba, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Saliba, you know, it, we, we, we got stuck with him last week for the half a season, didn't we, where they made a mistake. We don't want to be doing that. We want to get these players out playing somewhere else, and then they're putting themselves in the in the in the shop window for maybe a, a winter. Hmm. Yes, um, Richard. Just looking at the money that we've made, although we've spent 113 million pounds, I think is we've got 18 million pounds back from sales. But the major thing is we spent 244 thousand on these new players in wages. Um, Zinchenko, I haven't included in that because no one seems to know how much he's on. But he's gonna he's gonna be on at least hundred grand a week, isn't he? Yeah, I would so imagine. He's, so. only on a, he's only on about forty grand a week at Man City because they pay them bugger all there, unless they're the top stars. So at the moment, we've all we've had uh, four players we've bought in, including or five players and one under twenty three. Thirteen have left the club. Thirteen have left the club on loan. And we are probably in wages roughly about fifty thousand pound in credit compared to how we were at the beginning of um, beginning of the season. I mean, beginning of pre season. That's pretty decent, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so it's not. You know, it was. Um, it was. I, I think I can't remember who said it was. Um, was it Ivan Gazida said it ages ago? When you know we were we we were paying Champions League wages on. Europa League money, you know, and stuff like that. So it was that the fat always, always at some point needed to be trimmed. Um, so yes, yeah, so let's say hopefully, let's say it could continue doing what we uh, do, uh, doing what we're doing, trimming the wage budget appropriately, and you know, giving the money and rewarding players that that do need rewarding it, but not getting stuck with these with these guys on big big money at the tail end of their career and we just can't get rid of them and nobody wants to bloody buy them you know it's um but yeah let's like, like say we've started well long may it continue yeah damn jeff uh, richard just brought up then about um, wages and stuff what do we do yeah. with Saka when it comes to his new contract do we give him all of the money now or do we go because he's on about i think 40 grand a week bless him i don't know how he copes but do we um do we go and say uh, 250 <laughs> grand a week or do we say to him, look, we can't give you all this money now because then you've got nothing to aim for, you've got nothing to go for. Which 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 way do you see it? Well, you've got to try and get him on a long contract. And to get him on a long contract, you've got to give him big money. And big money is going to be maybe the, 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 the highest wages at the club because he's probably the best player at the club at the moment. And these guys, to, to, to keep them, unfortunately, when you've got other big clubs that are going to come in and and uh, get into his agent and offer him X amount of pounds. You've got to try and compete a little bit. I think, I think we've got a little bit of a steam ahead of him because I, I do, I do believe that he wants to stay at the club for the meantime um, and progress. I think he likes it. I think he loves it at Arsenal. So you've got to give him. You've got to pay the money. You've got to pay him 
not get into a situation where you you know they've got you over a barrel like like Urzil did. I think we've gone past Urzil and Aubameyang days, um, but being brought up at the club, he knows um, exactly where we're trying to go. I think he, he does believe in the, in the process, inverted commas. Um, he can see that we're signing players to, to help everybody along. And I think he's going to buy into it. But if you give him a few quid, you'll get him another five-year contract. And once, because, I mean, uh, the last few years, there's not been anybody in for any of our players. Well, that tells a story in itself. That it means that we haven't been very good, right? When players... When other teams like Thierry and Paddy Vieira and Cesc Fabregas and uh, seven players that went to Man City when they was building, right? That's because we was the top team at the time. And when you are a top team, they are going to come in and try and, uh, and, and take your players. So we are building well, but along that way, if, we, if our players are getting better, we are going to get teams in for them and, 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 and trying to nick them off again. So uh, you've just got to pay him the money and, and, and hopefully he'll stay, sign and, and build on it as well. Rich, what do you think? Do we? Um, is there such thing as a sliding contract? We go, is it's on a five-year deal, this year you're on 100, next year 125, then 150, or do we just go, here, here's the keys, here's the, the four-digit pin code to Stan, Stan Kroenke's cash card. Here, <laughs> just go and take whatever you want when you want. Uh, mate, I have no idea. I, I, I've no idea how the football transfers work. Uh, they probably open the door and Saka can jump into a you know a dungeon full of coins like Scrooge McDuck, and you know whatever he whatever he fills into his whatever latest Adidas uh, shorts the club has brought out, he can keep. You know, maybe that's how they do it. You know, uh, that'd be fun. It might not be true, but it'd be fun. Um, I have no idea. Like I said, you, you, it, I would imagine, you know, contracts these days, they're so multi-layered and multifaceted that who the who the hell knows how it's 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 um thing you know with things with image rights and you know sponsorship and bonus deals and stuff like that. I have no idea. No idea. Sorry, buddy. Oh, at least you're honest. Well, I'll, Dan, uh, I'll tell you. Obviously, I, as you well know, I'm in corporate hospitality and, I, and I, yep. I, I, I deal with Arsenal. And the interest in Arsenal this season, right, has been the biggest for the last 15 years, honestly. that It's amazing what, what, what a turnaround it is with people that are, uh, trying to get in to see the game. Well, this yes, is because there's a good there's a good feeling about the club again now, isn't there? You know, we we went through all that that crappy era where it was banter club and all this sort of nonsense, and you know the fan base was just so ah oh, just at each other's throats and so toxic, and it was you know it just it was just horrible, and you know the, the you know what whether by design or, you know, by pure dumb luck, uh, Mikel Arteta has, has built this squad up together, you know, with all these young players into, into a team that we can relate to and we can root for and we can cheer for and we can be proud of. You know, I, I said it, I, I don't want to be like, you know, an after-timer kind of thing, but I said it ages ago is that, you know, I, I, I got a sense of, of the George Graham about Mikel Arteta and what he was building in the sense of, you know, 
like I said, when when I when George Graham came into the into the club and he, you know, he got rid of your Charlie Nicholsons and your Woodcots and 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 you know, um, uh, it was the left back. Um, Kenny Samson. Samson's and, and, and stuff like that, you know, and he, he got, a, you know, signed a couple of guys from the lower league that you weren't aware of, the, the Dixons, the Steve Bolds. Yeah, you know, and then promoted, right. you know, uh, Paul Merson and and um, uh, Rocky Rowcastle and, and that from, from the uh, yeah, Campbell and stuff like that. You know, it's got that, you know, that feel to it, you know, that, you know, bringing in, you know, getting the Ramsdale, getting Tommy Asu, Tommy Asu, no one knew, uh, knew about. About. And like I said, and promoting those local lads into the team, whether he not given their first starts, you know, like Smith Rowe or, or Saka, but you know, building the team around that, you know, those those two components of the of the squad. It's it's you know, it's got the it's got the club moving in an upward tra- trajectory, and and those those festering wounds are now starting to heal, and it's it's a much better place to be. The Emirates, you know, I went to I went to a fair few games last season, and the atmosphere was just, it was totally different kind of thing. So, you know, it's, it's, it's onwards and upwards. The positivity. I was at the Seville game at the weekend and the positivity was, was amazing that the amount of people that was outside the stadium and, you know, loads of red everywhere. And it, it's just so, so, so pleasing to see that, that, that the fans are all on board now. Uh, and with these last couple of signings, um, it's really put another push onto it, so we just really, really got. If we start well, then it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, it will get all carry on, and hopefully, you know, we, we, you know, we'll have a really, really good season. I, I'm really, I think we could have it. We, we, we could be in a special place. I really do. I've got so my high hopes for this season. Um, yeah, everybody. You know, I, there's only yeah. one person I know who isn't really excited about it, and that's Dan Arsenal. But he, uh, I think, I think that's part of the, his charm—the fact that he's never happy. But everyone else, everyone else is over the moon. While well, I got you, Jeff, um, Charlie Patino has just been confirmed. He's gone to Blackpool on loan for the season, and then earlier today, Florin Balogun has gone to Stade Reims in France yeah. uh, to there in the, the, the Ligue 1. Um, I'll go through a few of the others, and any of these tickle you out of those two. Arthur and Conquo has gone to Crew Alexander. They're in the Division Four. Yeah. Um, Marcel Flores, the Spanish midfielder, has gone to Real Oviedo in Spanish Division Two. Aston Trusty, the uh, American centre back, has gone to Birmingham in, in the Championship. And whatever yeah. ones, Harry Clark, the really good central defender, has gone to Stoke in the Championship. Yeah. Um, Omar Rekic, the bloke who was at the what was he? What was the last one? Was it the European Championships? He went there with Tunisia, was it, Rich? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and he's gone to Sparta Rotterdam in the, the Dutch First Division. Tyrese John Jules, I think it's done for him. He's now 23. He's gone to Ipswich in, in League One, which is Tier 3. He's gone there. Uh, he's had no end of bad luck with injuries. Mika Beerith, 23. I don't think he's 23. I've, I've cut that and pasted that wrong. He's gone to Holland, and so has Nicola Moller. He's also gone to Holland. Holland, Holland. Any of those tickle your fancy? Well, you know what? I think it's good business to get these boys out. You know, Balogun, uh, even Arthur Okonkwo. Or, or, or um, you've got to get them out playing. It's no good them sitting around playing for the 23s anymore. You've got to get them out playing, get them, get them uh, you know, involved in, in first-team football. Uh, and, you know, it, the, the worst thing that will happen, they'll be worth a couple of quid if they don't make it at Arsenal, you know, 
look, Chelsea have done it for years, haven't they? They've, they've bred these young players, they've purchased them, and then they've uh, slowly put them out on loan, give them a little run, and if they don't make it in the first team, they they, they they sell them for X amount of pounds so they get their money back. But you know what? And this is, this, I think it's a good thing. Let them all go out on loan. Balogun, I think he's definitely one for one for the future if he can keep on impressing and uh, you know build himself up. You know, we might we might see him back next season. Same as Saliba. Uh, that that uh, uh, you know we haven't mentioned him yet really. Uh, he he looks so commanding, uh, and that last six months that he went on loan, uh, I think he's done him a world of good. He he done really well out there. Uh, was he the player of season in in France or something like that? He got some kind of accolade. Young uh, young defender of the season. Young defender of the season, correct. And you can see him. He's got a little. He's got a statue about him. You know, he's. He's and he's, he's going to grow in the Premier League. Uh, it's again another one that we've. I've only seen a small sample size of him. Obviously, we can all go and look at the YouTube clips. I've, I did that with Nicola Pepe and thought he was going to be a world beater. So that hasn't really worked out right. But I've got high hopes for Saliba. Um, again, he's got he's got pace and power. And if he can, you know, if he can adapt to the Premier League, uh, again, we, we we can do really well defensively. Was a bit of a problem last year. Um, as well as not scoring enough goals. So we're fixing it as we're going along. It takes time. It does take two or three years. And, uh, you know, Mikel Arteta, we're, we're going in the right place and we've got to run with it as we go. Um, did, have I asked you this, Rich? Which one of those um, do you think is going to be the, the best loan? Because there's some decent loans there. Chris said mm. that um, at Reims he will get good game time. Uh, I I know very little about the the French league and stuff like that. Um, I I think the 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 one who I think will probably get the um, the most game time is is probably uh, that uh, is it Flores. Oh, the Mexican um, lad. Yeah, the Mexican lad. Just because he's he's already been playing men's you know men's football. He's been playing for the international side. So I, I think that could be a, a you know a, a really really interesting uh, loan spell. Um, you know, I hope Balogun, you know, gets minutes and, and as Jeff said, you know, <clears throat> they do, you know, our, our loans turn out a little bit like, um, you know, the Saliba, uh, the Saliba thing, or even, you know, if it turns out like Willock, you know, they, they have a, a little, a, you know, decent little spell and then we can, you know, get some, some, some money for these prospects, you know, cause that's where, that's where all the big, you know, the big money comes from. We're struggling to sell players, who are slightly, you know, long in the tooth kind of thing. And nobody's really buying those sort of players. They're waiting for them to end their contracts and um, get them for free. It's it's all those those young and up-and-coming ones and academy kids that, that are, clubs are truly making money off. And I think that's, you know, by us getting us, getting all those loans out, is that's how we're going to, we're going to make the bulk, the bulk of our, our, our money going forward, you know? Um, so yeah, for, for me, Flores is the, is the most interesting one. Um, just because I, I think, I, I think in, in playing with other adults and stuff like that, you know, it's, it's all well and good, you know, uh, a, a fully developed or a, um, an overly developed youngster playing against other kids and and dominating in the in the youth teams, you know it's it's a different ball game playing against you know a grown adults who are savvy and dirty and you know gain in pulling gamesmanship and know their craft and know what they're doing, and I think that's what he's going to be up against. So and that's what he's been 
kind of playing in, in some of the um, the international games. So yeah, so I'm I'm going to go for him. Oh, so yes, yeah, so I've just seen in in sorry into to, uh, Tavares at Marseille. Uh, yeah, 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 I've just seen. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, and good also, shout, Archie. It was a bad cut and paste because um, Tyrese John Jules is the 23F and Mika Beer is the 19. I went and checked that. Um, yes. So, uh, right, let's move on to uh, to we've done that, that, and that. Uh, predictions for the season, Jeff. How do you think we're going to get on? Well, I'm not going to go too mad, mate. You know, uh, I, I do. I do think we should we should overcome that mob up the road. I've got to be honest with you. They've been very, very chirpy. I've got a lot of friends that uh, uh, that support them, and they're still believing in in Conti. Um, I, I believe we can overcome them, and I, I, I'm 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 just hoping that we can get into the top four. Uh, I do. I think we can push for third, even. I really do. Uh, but again, you know, we need to start well. Get, everyone needs to needs to get the confidence to do that. But it's going to take a little bit of time again. Betting these new players, but thank God you've got a couple of them that are they're, they're used to the Premier League, uh, and we've got we've got a lot a lot of positivity to look forward to. But you know, as long as we make progress, uh, that'll be good enough for me. Let's get into the get into the Champions League, and hopefully we can. Nick a cup along the way. I would, I would go full blast on the, on the Europa League, uh, and try and try and win it this time, and uh, see where it takes us. So, is Champions League your the bare minimum you want this season, Jeff? Is that what we have to get? I think, I think Champions League. Yeah, that old fourth place trophy that that, that the other fella used to talk about all the time. Um, every, everybody realizes now how difficult it is, you know. Uh, so I think, yeah, the champ. I think you know what I miss. I miss those Champions League nights. I didn't miss a game, and I do like going away to the Champions League matches as well. Um, and listen, I miss it. Let's get into the let's get into the quarters and the semis and stuff like that of the Champions League. That's what I want, you know, and see where it goes. How about you, Rich? Where are you coming from? As far as we all agree with Jeff, that's how we're all thinking. But mm, yeah, anything you want to add to that? Not really. Um, you know, I just context context is everything. You know, um, you say it right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> context is everything. Um, it, you know, it, if we. Uh, you know, I want us by hook or by crook. I want us to get into the Champions League. I want us to do better than we did the the year before. I want us to score more goals. I want us to concede less. I want us to finish higher in the uh, higher in the table. But like I say, you know, it's it's not always that straightforward, and it's not always um, that easy. You know, you've you've got you know five or six other teams that are all trying. Everybody, you know, apart from the, you know, the top two are kind of far and away and over the hill. You know, you, you've got another four or five teams who are all trying to fill, you know, two spots in that league position. Um, like I say, hopefully it's us. You know, I just, I, I, I just want to enjoy the football. I want to enjoy what we're watching. Uh, you know, I, I just want to enjoy it. That, that's my biggest thing. There, you know, if we can nick a cup along the way, if we can, you know, get back into our rightful place and get back into the Champions League, mate, that's what we, we all want. But uh, ultimately, I, I just want to enjoy it. If that, you know, makes any sense. 
I think we are definitely going to enjoy it. I've updated my uh, the loan list. It's 14 players have gone out on loan now. Yes, so I think that's that's definitely going to be the mid. The target has got to be Champions League football. If we're going to keep the young men that we've got at the moment and we're going to go forwards and then keep them at the hat happy and at the club and also make a little bit of money as well because the Champions League is a massive money earner and get back to Arsenal to where, where they should be. And as, as we've seen at the moment, Chelsea uh, are just buying up whoever's available. Man United still, like Chris said last night, or someone said they still have no concept of how to run a football club. They're buying all these players. They're stuck with Ronaldo on 560 grand a week. They can't get rid of him. Nobody wants him. And uh, meanwhile, we're sneaking in the back door and going, look, we've got the youngest squad. We've got a brilliant squad. We've got a squad full of international captains, young English players, young British players, which is also great to see. And they're all. none of those players are going to get worse, are they? They're all going to get better, which is so exciting to see. And like, like you were saying, Jeff, with all the people, with the, the demand for tickets, just imagine, Jeff, this time next year, if we're in the Champions League, you're, you're not going to get any sleep, are you? <laughs> well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? You know, if we could, if we could get in the Champions League. But you know what? The, the, the team, I do think, on paper, the, the, the 14 or 15 uh, the first 14 or 15 in the squad, I think they are capable of having a run in the Champions League. We've seen it before with sides. Um, you know, as long as they grow, they're all growing together. I think they, like I said, they, they believe in each other. Uh, I do think they could compete in the Champions League right now. I really do. Right. So we've covered that. So all I need from you now is your top four. And you're three that are going to go down. So while you two are having a little think, I'll come to Richard, then then Jeff. My top four are going to be Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal and Chelsea. And the ones that are going to go down is going to be Everton, Southampton and probably Nottingham Forest. It would be sad, but Nottingham Forest are doing what so many teams do when they make it back into the Premier League. They're going all over Europe, chucking tens of millions of pounds at foreign clubs for foreign players that have never played in the Premier League that are just going to go, oh, um, I'll have all my wages. And then they'll go down and then give them all away. on they do what Fulham usually do. I think Fulham have learned their lesson over the years. They've now got Leno in, who is, for me, one of the top six goalkeepers in the Premier League. Mitrovic has got to one day figure out how to score goals in a Premier League. You can't. I mean, look over the years, how many players have scored 40-plus goals in the Championship and then they've been snapped up by a Premier League club and eventually they've done really well, like the young man who is um, a Bowen at West Ham. He was banging in goals all over the place. Going to West Ham has taken mm. him a couple of years. It, it, all it takes yeah, but is it, Mitrovic has had a couple of goes at it now. He, he is mm. the Serbian Michael Chopra. He's, he, he's <laughs> deadly deadly in the championship but just not good enough at the uh, in the premiership i don't think or at least the team's not around him is not good enough what's your top four bottom three then rich um so uh i i think i think man city will win the league um i think they've you know harland and and the other new winger that they bought that argentinian looks good and that they've also now they've got an awesome awesome squad um i think liverpool obviously are gonna gonna probably come second um i'm gonna say arsenal and ah it all depends i kind of think uh, you know not that i want to big them up i kind of think spurs are gonna pip Chelsea just because I I think the striker situation is not great for, for Chelsea at the minute. And I'm just starting to see like, you know, a few wheels starting to come off the, 
the 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 two cool kind of you know unhappiness at the the new ownership and the way they're trying to buy players and you know that kind of every time they try to to sign a player they piss off to Barcelona and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm I, I think I think of the rest, I I think um, them lot up the road have got the most settled squad and an absolutely phenomenal um, duo up top. Sad to sad to say. Uh, which is, ugh, yeah, makes me uh, sick to my stomach. Um, the three to go down, Everson look appalling. So they're, they're, I think they're, they're, they're definitely for the drop. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll throw in, I'll go to the same with you as Southampton. And yeah, as unimaginative as it sounds, I'm going to say Forest as well. I just, I don't think they've, they've got a good enough squad to stay up. I, I, I don't think they're going to surprise anybody or, you know, they're just probably just not got the quality to uh, to stay up. Yes, kind of the same as what I said, Jeff. What are you going to go for your top four? Well, you know, I'm I'm troubled with, with City or Liverpool. I don't really know. I, I just think Liverpool may be a little bit more settled than than what uh, City are. Uh, Holland, I'm not sure. I mean, I've not seen a lot of him. I reckon he's an absolute worldie. He's very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they're going to have to change their game a little bit if they're going to if you're going to get the best out of in Man City. Um, I'm going to go Liverpool. I think Liverpool are going to win it this year. I think just, only just uh, toppling City. I think Arsenal are going to come third, and I do think Tottenham are going to creep in in fourth place. I think Arsenal are going to be closer to Man City and Liverpool than um, other teams have been for the last four years or something. We're going to be a little bit closer points wise. So Tottenham fourth going down. Um, Forest, I think Fulham are going to go straight back down again. The yo-yo club. And I'm going to punt for Leeds because I think all their best players have been taken out of their squad. I think. Mm. Oh, I forgot over. about Leeds. So yeah, I just I I think, forgot I about them until someone said it in the chat. It's going to be, they, they struggled through last season with the players. So uh, I don't know what they're going to be like this season. I know the American guy in charge is has got them playing a little bit better for the last few months. But there's always an upturn when you get a new manager. Uh, and I think once it's all settled in there, uh, I think they're going to struggle. It's a shame because I don't mind Leeds. You know, they've got great support. And, you know, I was a, I was a 70s uh, a kid that, you know, was a, was a top, top team when I was watching football back in them days. Uh, dirty Leeds, yeah, dirty Leeds. That was a that was a top team though. But um, so Forest, Fulham, Leeds going down. City, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Tottenham for the top four. Oh, there we go. That was all very quickly done. Um, Jeff, while I got your ear, what do you think about the All or Nothing documentary? Will you be watching it, and are you excited for it? Absolutely, yeah. And I've only seen uh, small clips, like everybody's seen. Uh, I've done a little bit of a segment on on talk sport. I was I heard when I was running around today about the the sound effects for the Anfield they brought onto the training pitch. I don't know whether you heard about it, gents. Did you hear about it no. at all? Yeah, I've okay. seen I've seen that clip. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, they they, they said they, they obviously it was planning for the for the obviously for the team. Uh, and what it was going to be like, and uh, yeah, so they played the "You Never Walk Alone" as they was 
when they come out onto the training pitch and uh, it's, well, it was while really they were just doing the whole training session wasn't it they had yeah. they brought out a load yeah. of big speakers and yeah. and had them playing you'll never walk alone and the fans cheering whilst they yeah. were training to try and yeah. replicate that atmosphere yeah now there's a lot of it, people that have said that you know it's cringe and everything else but see this is the thing with me it, it shows me that Mika Arteta he doesn't leave any stone unturned. And I'm embracing it. There's a lot of people that think, oh, no, leave it out. It's, just, you know, it's embarrassing, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I'm going to embrace it because if he, if he like Pep, he, he, he doesn't leave any stone unturned. Mourinho, he was, he was the, quite the same. Didn't leave. And they, they're two very, very successful managers. So if, if our boy is doing the same thing and, and doesn't leave any stone unturned, I'm all for it, mate. I really am. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, I, 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 I thought the Spurs one was funny uh, previously. And what was the one before? Was it Man City and then before Man that the City. Sunderland one? Yeah. Uh, they, they, listen, I, I, anything to do with football, I'll watch it anyway. You know, I'll watch him over Acne Marshes, mate. It doesn't matter to me. I, I, I love football. So anything, and it's nice to get an internal look at how how things go on at Arsenal as well. So I'm really looking forward to it. What about you, Dan? Yeah, well, we were talking in um, one of the, the uh, WhatsApp groups, just talking about what we're going to do, because they were talking about it on the show last night. And uh, I think what we're going to do is uh, watch the three episodes. It's how much of a gap is there between each? There's, there's nine episodes, three lots of three. How much is the gap between three being released and then the next three? I've got no I'm idea. I'm going to have a look at yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, just, didn't they come on? Don't they come on every week or something like that for for nine weeks or whatever it is? I'm no, three, they're releasing three three at a time, three times. Oh, okay. okay. I just I don't think they'll do three one week, three the next, and three the week after that because people are yeah. going to struggle to keep up with it. But what we're going to do? Oh, Stephen says he thinks it's three per week. Wow, that's a lot of um, that's a lot of hours to get. Wow. Um, and Pete says one week. That's that's not an answer, is it? Three per one week. Wow, I mean, I think they're 40, 40 odd minutes, but there is a bit of a spoiler in here from um, Pete Coulson says, uh, all or nothing, spoiler alert, horrible start, great middle section, tragic end. Well, you might as well just not bother watching it then. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, I saw the um, the Stuart McFarland, the, the the photographer, giving a, a team talk there uh, in, in oh, one yeah. of the, the games. There was a clip from that, and you thought, wow, that is, uh, that's full of the passion. I like that. Yeah. That's Danny. Yeah. Danny. Uh, so the yeah. first three episodes is August the 4th. Yeah. The next three episodes is August the 11th. And then the final two episodes is the 18th. Bloody hell. So you've got nine episodes in what is essentially two weeks. Yeah. So Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. So that covers Sounds two brilliant. weeks. Sounds brilliant. Bloody hell. That's a lot of what. Like, we're going to try and do a show about it. And trying to get them Muppets to go to watch all three and then do a show and then watch another three. Oh, my God. We're plus, we're playing a game every other day at the moment, it feels like. But there you go. I'll, I'll probably be here on my own talking to you a lot about it. Um, what do you feel about it, Rich? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to watch it. Like, uh, you know, a bit like Jeff, if it's, if it's football and especially if it's Arsenal, I'll, I'll watch it. Um, you know, I am, I am aware that it's going to be very, very... Crafted, 
you know um, <laughs> I, I i didn't watch the man city one because honestly no, man city apart from Sunderland. bore me to tears um i don't even like watching them generally just in general like i think they, they bore the crap out of me um just just because this their, their squad is ridiculous and they've got so much more expensive players than everyone else it's ugh, isn't it? anyway um i watched a bit of the spurs one and the fact that they out like um pochettino getting sacked and and dashed <laughs> was done and you know glossed over within literally the first 90 seconds of episode one you know it was like their their most successful manager yes they successful they, you know their their greatest ever manager for the past like since the 60s for crying out loud um and they glossed over it in 90 seconds means that you know the club do have a sizable you know chunk of narrative or um you know production rights uh to it kind of thing of what the, what is shown and what gets released and things like that so you know it, it won't be i imagine a, a true warts and all thing but you know um I, I don't know if you guys like rugby or watch any of the rugby kind of stuff but um every every four years with the british lions go on their tours they they'll release like a behind the series uh sorry behind the series dvd you know um and there i i love watching those you know getting to watch the the you know the team talks the tactics the just the interactions that the players have with each other so i'm i'm hoping it's going to be along those lines so you know apart from the odd banter thing that's going to come out against us and you know the the memes that are going to be on on michael's um uh chalkboard and like i said it's already started with the that you'll never look alone speakers, which was always going to go. It was either going to be a genius idea or, you know, a terrible idea. It depending on the result. It was, you know, one of those things, but you know, I'm, I'm really, really excited for it. I, 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 I can't wait. Oh, good. Right. We've got all that done. We've got time now for a few questions. So I'll start with you, Jeff. Uh, this one is from Don one says question for the lads. Can Ben White do a job? Do a fill-in job for party in midfield. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, well, it all depends where we want to go, really. To be perfectly honest with you, I think uh, I know you're going to hate me for it, but I don't mind if Partey's out. I don't mind letting Mo do the job because he's very, very reliable. He's not going to be a world beater. We know that, but. He sticks in there and he keeps the ball running. He keeps the ball moving, uh, and he's and he's just reliable. He keeps the ball, so uh, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure that Ben White's going to do a better job than than Mo. To be perfectly honest with you, um, so but you know, listen, if they was both out, then then Ben White, no doubt, he could go in there and have a little go. Okie dokie. Right, question for Richard. Go back here. And it is from Pete Colson says, without wishing to bring the mood down, how likely is it that we will have an unpopular outgoing playing by the end of the transfer window? Oh, how likely is one of our big stars likely to leave the club before the window closes? Uh, never say never. I mean, you know, We've we've outlaid a lot of money in the last couple of seasons. You know we have to recoup that uh, recoup that some some way. You know I, I, I think we ne- we need to 
try to not get attached to 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 players too much kind of thing so that you know if they do for the if the right offer comes along you know if if <clears throat> you know everybody's got a price kind of thing um you know we 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 need to 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 make our money on these players you know what i i, I what we need to kind of get away from is you know, like when the money came in for Ainsley Maitland-Niles and we all kind of went, oh, no, 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 because, you know, we we had positive feelings about about the Conservative and now, mate, we'll be lucky if we got two million for him kind of thing, seemingly. Um, so I, I don't know. It's 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 massively likely. I think they're I think I think they're building for something. Um, rather than kind of like having to to pay for something, if that makes any any sense in what I'm saying. So no, I, I don't think there's going to be a massively unpopular uh, player leaving. But you know, you never, you can never, you can never rule it out. You know, we've got to balance the books um, uh, somewhere, and we have outlaid uh, outlaid a lot of money in the last two seasons. Lovely, right, Mr. Bob Lex asks uh, one question for the ladies' side. Do you reckon a bigger club will come in and get Beth Mead? No. She's at the best ladies' club there is. And he also asked, do you reckon the new Brazilian winger will play many games? Um, we saw him in one of the games. He came on, he played right-hand side, likes cutting in a lot. But I don't think we'll be seeing much of him, will we? Because he's, he's only a young whippersnapper of a lad. So uh, I think he's, he's going to be league built, cup though, man. He's yeah. he's he's a he's not a low center he's not a skinny little dude. He's right. He's, he looks like he's, he's a man. Hmm. I agree with that. Get rid of that question. And the final question from Pete. Honestly, where do you think Saliba would rather be now, Marseille or Arsenal? I fear he is damaged and we could lose what will be an elite world-class player, Jeff. That's a little bit harsh, isn't it, by Pete? Yeah, I He's think damaged. so. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, I think Arteta, I mean, we don't know what was said beforehand. No doubt he was very disappointed not to go out on loan for the whole season. We messed that up. But um, I think Arteta's been speaking to him and he said, listen, you know, you're going to play this season. Um, I think he's bought into it, like a lot of the players. I think he's bought into it. He's played so far up to now. I do think he's going to start at Crystal Palace and I do think he's um, he's maybe the, the number one with, with Gabriel. So, uh, and as long as he can play well, it will stay. And it, I mean, we're a big football team. We're a big football club. Bigger than Marseille, right? Um, and I do think that as long as he keeps playing, and and, and he, like I said before, uh, learns in the Premier League, I think he can become a, a fantastic player for Arsenal. And I don't think he's, he, honestly, I think he will do very well. Um, Rich Steph says that um, he would be surprised if Saliba signs a new contract. Do you think he could be a bit sneaky, let the contract run out and go somewhere on a free? Um, quite possibly, I I was very very sceptical um, that Saliba would would play any minutes for Arsenal. Um, you know, I, I I think the way that he, as Jeff alluded to, you know, we messed up his his loan. You know, we didn't we didn't have him registered for the I think it was like the Europa League in his first season kind of thing when we uh, we got him after his loan from Saint Etienne. Um, you know, really, really messed things up, kind of thing. And the fact that he was so happy at Marseille, and the fact that he was, you know, winning awards and being highly touted, and made his international debut while he was at Marseille, you know, I thought 
okay, we could be in trouble here. I don't think he's going to, he's going to, um, um, he's going to join, but you know, he's, he's saying, and I'm hearing positive things. He's seems to be saying the right things. He's, he's, you know, Arteta has played him a lot in preseason, you know, and has partnered him up with, um, uh, Gabriel a lot in preseason. Um, you know, he had a horrible experiences Saliba with his mum and everything else. So, you know, what I've seen of him, and again, I'm, I'm trying to downplay my hype and my excitement. He looks like the real deal. Um, he looks like he, he plays like he has ice in his veins. He's got pace. He's imposing. He's big. You know, players don't want to take him on. He's, he's got that, you know, I'm not saying he's as good as Van Dyke or what he was up there yet on that level kind of thing, but he has similar sort of aura that, you know, players don't even seem to want to try and take him on because of, you know, just, you know, he has that presence, that, that, um, that calmness and that physicality and stuff like that. I, I would, I was, was worried prior to this preseason, I'm much less worried now because of how much he's played in preseason, who he's been partnered with in, in preseason, you know, whenever the first 11 have played kind of thing, he's been with the first 11. He's been with them, um, with, with Gabrielle, you know, when, when Tommy Asu wasn't ready, it was Ben White that got shifted out over into right back, not Saliba, you know, um, and, you know, there has been whispers and rumours of him possibly signing a new deal. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully it happens. I don't know how long he's got. I think has he got two years left on his deal. So, you know, we've got plenty of time. Well, I say plenty of time. We've got time to, to, to he doesn't have to sign it straight away kind of thing. But I'm, I'm much more positive now than I was before, shall we say. Slibre's contract ends 2024. So he's got two years this summer, which is which is uh hopefully we can get something done. Right, I think we're all over and done with then. It's uh it's been only one hour and five minutes, but there's only been the three of us. So um yeah, we will be back on Friday for a preview show, then Friday again for a post-game show, as long as everything goes to plan. And then we will do a show sometime about the uh, the all or nothing, which is going to be interesting. And then I think Chris wants to do a podcast Monday or Tuesday next week. So we'll mix it all in and we'll let you know. Keep an eye on Twitter at the AFC podcast. Uh, if you're new, give it a thumbs up. No, subscribe if you're new. And if you like to give it a thumbs up. In fact, write, go and email everybody you know a link to this video and get everybody to watch it. If we can get this to 2 billion views, that'd be lovely. Uh, Jeff, thank you very much. Lovely to have you back. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, it was always a joy. Uh, Richard, thank you very much for joining us again. Nice to have you back as well. You know, thanks for having me. Thanks, mate. Um, can I, can, Danny, if it's okay with you, am I able to just hijack the, the, uh, for a couple of seconds to just um, just give a little shout out to um, the uh, um, the Evolve Development um, Centre, who I coach for the fact that we we've, we've got a uh, we're playing for a new team now for the for the coming season. Um, we've um, we've um, 
we're no longer with Hamwell Town anymore. Um, we've now joined up with um, Ealing Trailfinders, who are a massive, massive club in, in rugby terms and are, are really, really making strides to support the um, the girls' football and stuff like that. And, you know, they've, they've taken us on board. We're going to have um, at least three uh, girls' teams uh, next season, um, like two under-12s and an under-14s um, side. So, you know, um, if any, any, any any of you guys have, you know, from the, um, you know, the W7, the Elin, Hanwell, um, Greenford area, um, who have got daughters who, who, who want to, um, uh, to want to start getting into the football after the, you know, especially after the, the uh, amazing success of the, the Lionesses, um, you know, give, give a little, um, if you go onto like Facebook or just, you know, uh, they've got a website and stuff like that, the Evolve Development Center um, and, and come, come check us out. You know, we're more than welcome to, we've got like, we've got about 50 girls um, that come and train with us every, every Monday night. Uh, and we're going to have, like I said, um, separate training sessions for the, for the teams co- going forward for the new season. And, and like I said, we're, we're, you know, hopefully attract more and more um, girls, uh, girl footballers as, as this, um, this movement grows. Excellent. Yeah. What a better, what, no better time than to get into football than now when everyone's realised that women's football is actually pretty decent. Great uh, shout, Richard. Well done, sir. Brilliant. Unless you're, unless you're a bit of a shit bag and then you're never going to be happy with it. Right. Well, thank you very much to everybody who is watching. We will see you all again for the preview show Friday, 6.30 PM with me and Stan, the man, a post game show is going to be with me and Stan, the man and possibly one other person. So, um, I need to go and do this and then that means I don't have to, uh, no, I don't have to do that. If I do, I good. Right. Thank you very much, everybody. And we will see you later. Goodbye. Thank you. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.